Yeah, we've renounced all this bullshit, all this uh, techno music, ketamine, arca nonsense, and we've uh, we've given our life over to Christ. Um, so we're no longer going to be talking about any devilish type of topics, anything like no. that. Um, you know, especially you know, we're aligned with our favorite artist Kanye West. He's a Christian, and mm-hmm. uh, everything he says goes. You know, if he were to switch up or something like that, maybe we'd have to go back to our old ways. But you know, I. I think Kanye is a safe bet. I think, you know, Yeezy is a good thing and you should put your stock into Yeezy, all that kind of stuff, right? Because, you know, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, right? Yeezy, you know, even if he said anti-Semitic shit, Adidas wouldn't drop him, right? I mean, yeah, right? Like, uh, he can do whatever he wants. And I feel like there's no real repercussions, you know, which, which is pretty cool. I, I really like it, you know. I, I, I like, I'm a fan of free speech. I, I like being able to say whatever you want when you want it. He's a Christian, you know what I mean? And, you know, Twitter is like, it seems like it's under pretty good control at the moment. So free speech is definitely free and uninhibited. And, you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's controlled to a certain degree, but I think it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not out of control. You know, there's not some sort of crazy person who bought Twitter and is like firing the guy who like can fix the one thing, anything like Mm. that. So I think we're in pretty good shape. We're in pretty good hands. You know, we, we're going to Christianity. You know, we went into a bit of a coma for two months, but I think the world will be fine without us. Um, maybe we should just check the news just just in case. You yeah, know, any sort of Christian topics came up. Yeah, let's just see what our yeah. our friends are up to. Let's see. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're no longer Christian. I guess Kanye is a Nazi, and <laughs> I guess Twitter is imploding. Yeah. What a yeah. It's it's man. We really pick. We always pick the worst times to like take a break <laughs> because like that's when like like the crazy shit happens. Like we missed fucking elon buying twitter we missed kanye's whole like anti-semitic rant but like to be honest like when that was going on i was like i really don't want to talk about it <laughs> i was honestly i was uh I'm, I'm happy that we can get back to talking about our nonsense <laughs> now i guess i guess we're no longer christian i guess i'm yeah. an atheist now yeah i could stop yelling my uh my points uh in the sky when i'm driving to work like i could <laughs> <laughs> finally some people will listen to all the cool That's stuff pr- I think honestly, prayer is just basically uh, you giving your take to God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's more that it's asking him and being like, "Yo, my take's right." Also, can you do this for me? <laughs> you got me a solid. <laughs> yeah, just like your family and friends, uh, God no longer wants to hear your take. You know, <laughs> God you know, doesn't want to hear your takes anymore. It's over. You know, you said that pretty at a pretty nice time too. But Thanksgiving just passed, which. Uh... <laughs> You know, I feel like everyone, every uncle, you know, is is now like, you know, I was able, I'm glad to be able to talk to my uncle. With, um, I'm so happy I could talk to my uncle, but with Kanye West, you know, like we finally have the something together. Like he loves Kanye now. And I'm like, oh, you do? Like, and he's like, yeah, I love uh, what he's doing. Yeah, it's funny how it switched. Yeah, ever since Kanye started hanging out with Kid Rock, everything really went, went, went pretty wild, went pretty sideways. But you know, we're, we're not going to talk about that on this episode. We're going to do an, an entire probably now that again, now that we're not Christian, we're probably going to do an entire separate episode about Kanye West and all the things that he went through on a, on a separate episode. But, um, you know, let's get let's get into these topics. Ready? Hey, yo, what the fuck? It's ready. Welcome.
we've decided on a couple of things ever since we went on a small hiatus. Uh, the show is no longer called the Anti-Art Podcast. Uh, I, th- I think we should just call it Anti-Art. I think that would be way cleaner for branding. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, way cleaner and less redundant, you know, because we are a podcast. We don't have to tell people we're a podcast. Everybody knows what we are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know why um, I'm here. Exactly. That's right. Um, <clears throat> on top of that, we've switched up our, our review format. So instead of doing kind of long form reviews on the website, you know, paragraphs and paragraphs or doing YouTube videos, I've kind of taken it upon myself and decided to just kind of shorten them and, and get my thoughts out more in brief. Um, so if you go to our Instagram page now, there should be about four or five reviews out um, this week, including the 1975 um, Taylor Swift, Brockhampton, which we'll get into. And um, those are, you know, um, reviews that will fit basically in an Instagram caption. On top of that, you can kind of swipe through the carousel post and it's um, like multiple music videos with a little bit of commentary on each of like the best songs on the album. I think uh, I think I reviewed Drake this week as well. Um, So, yeah, that'll be kind of the new format. On top of that, we'll be doing some like what I am calling like zeitgeist posting. So it'll be kind of, you know, like memes or like kind of like uh text-based like text-based memes but more so like in like the diet prada way of like uh you know um talking about things that are going on in the mainstream and commenting and giving our like opinion on them uh Mm -hmm. we'll still be doing some meme posts we'll still be doing some track reviews and polls and all that kind of stuff but we just kind of switched up our format because we thought it would be necessary to you know fit in with the kind of video format of instagram and uh you know have a more cleaner and concise and uh I don't know, less random and chaotic feed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you guys are looking for like any like reviews that we've done in the past, uh, it's all on the website as well. Because, um, I mean, you know, some stuff does stay the same and Instagram makes it impossible for you to find a past review that we've done. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it'll all be on the website. So use that as the search engine. Yeah, and we're probably going to start a Patreon soon, not like this week or next week, maybe the following week. Um, but we're, we're definitely, I'll tell you one thing, we will definitely never be doing Instagram uh, subscriptions. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know who's I, doing I, that. Whoa, we need to talk about that. Why not, man? I mean, <laughs> that, because, like, it's built for us. You know, people should be able to pay us five bucks just to see our dumb um, our dumb videos <laughs> maybe a dollar each or something i don't know it's just weird like like to see the guy who does the mohawks like spray paints his mohawk he has like uh subscription services now like what is he offering that he wasn't before um i mean like what so like have you looked actually looked into that like is it like 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 certain posts like we can see if we pay for them or is it just like like we have like dm priority like well, what I don't even know what it really is. It's like all of that, I guess. They're basically just, they're copying off of um, Patreon essentially. So you get like extra posts, you get uh, like access to like special group chats or something like that. And then, and then also you get to see like a certain, it's not even close friends. It's like a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know who's using that. Like who actually is making money off that. Weird. It is weird. It's, it's weird now that like social media is now just like being more of a business than anything else right now. Like, which, you know, which I guess it's the natural progression, you know, since Facebook's like that now. I mean, Twitter's now like that now, where it's like a subscription base where, except that one's for more like titles, but I mean. That one failed know. miserably. They don't even, they don't even offering that anymore. <laughs> the Dude, fucking blue checks. Well, they fucking had to, you know, cause like that, uh, that one, um, insulin company lost like billions of dollars in like days. Which is yeah. wild. 
which is a topic we will definitely get into. Uh, I think we're going to get into that closer to the end of the episode. We do have like a kind of structured uh, new podcast format as well. So we're going to get into, um, you know, I think what you guys probably want to hear most about is is new music and and our opinions on it. Um, obviously, again, you can go to the Instagram page and you can look at the reviews that we did. But rather than you know recap reviews that we did, <clears throat> I think we should talk. We should talk freeform about two of the worst albums that came out ever since we took our break. Um, the first one, in my opinion, you agree that you said it's not that bad, and I think it's pretty like pretty garbage. Um, the new Brockhampton album, quote unquote Brockhampton <laughs> album, The Family. Maybe let's see. Let's yeah. let's treat them like a debate. I, I've been watching a lot of YouTube debates. Let's. Yeah. I'm going to give you the floor. Tell me All why right. the Brockhampton album isn't fucking shit. Uh, you know, my first point is that you're, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> he clearly doesn't understand. Ad hominem attacks. <laughs> Red herring. No, but like, I mean, okay. I mean, it's kind of like what I thought of like the Drake album, like her loss, right? Like, it, it's the best album we're gonna get from this group. <laughs> False. It's not even from the group. It's from one guy. <laughs> it is exactly. It's, like, it's it is. like the twenty-one. It's like if it was a twenty-one savage. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you the floor. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're already a fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I was like, I'm not gonna say like this is like it touches like the saturation trilogy because I think that's probably where they definitely peaked. But I mean, I think they kind of like go back to basis and they kind of like take away the like facade of just like, oh, like we're like depressed. But like it's kind of like their depressions transform more to like an anger, you know, so they're more comfortable talking about this shit than just being like, yo, I'm a sad boy. They're just like, yo, you try fucking running a, a group with 12 people like <laughs> it's, it's fucking hard. And I also like how they got rid of all the features. Um, I thought like especially on Roadrunner, like those like did not mesh well. It's like. Plus, if you have like five people rapping, why would you add more people to that? But um, I don't know. I thought the beats were okay. Not like not like there's nothing on this album that I'm just like, oh, this is like a certified banger. But it it's just nice to like like I guess it's a nice like finale album. You know, it's it's a nice way to kind of like wrap up their whole career. Um, they're able to talk about like shit that went down in the group, and yeah. I mean, I think it's okay. Beats were probably this is probably the best beats they've had in the last like two to three years. So at least they got that going for them. But I don't know. What do you think? I, I see you already sending stank eyes. <laughs> I'm stewing. Are we talking about? So we have to be very clear here. Are we talking about the family? Or are we talking about TM? Because there's two albums that came out. Oh, I'm talking about the family. TM. I was just like, ah, eh, that's kind of like I'll give you that. That one's not that good. But like, I, I like the family. I mean. The family has nobody else besides Kevin on it. There's no other Brock. That's why Hampton I like in. it. Kevin's Kevin's the like, best person on Brockhampton. <laughs> but you're like, but you're like, how? But I'm saying, how? How is the group talking about their drama if it's only Kevin talking about the drama? Um, I don't know. You know, it's be, it's because he's the part of the family. You know, he like like he has a bar in, the, in that. I'll, I forget what song it is, but he has like a bar in there being like. Oh, like whenever like anyone rats about anything, they're like, "Oh, don't say it like that. You're representing all of us. You're not just representing yourself." And I think that kind of like shows like on this project of just like how are you supposed to be an individual when like you're expected to like be in a like all your ideas and like your personal experiences has to apply to twelve other dudes like you you know what I mean? It's just like it's impossible to do. And I think Kevin did a really good job kind of like voicing that. And plus, like he's definitely the most talented person on this um, on this boy band. Is he the most talented? Um, hmm. I think so. I mean, who do you think is Dom? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe Joba. I don't know. I don't really. The whole thing is, I kind of got over them. I, I like. 
just generally speaking. <laughs> yeah, I did grow up, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like <laughs> Saturation 1 through 3 were pretty great. Um, I liked all the music videos that came out with them. The kind of like spontaneous nature of it all and like how natural everything seemed. It, I mean, like the kind of MTV type of aesthetic of it all. And then by Saturation 3, the music videos got a bigger budget. They got bigger opportunities. It was cool to watch them in real time with all the documentaries and stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. I we, we can go tit for tat and disagree about whether or not Amir should have been kicked out. I think zooming out, um, I think they could have done a way better job at handling that. Like, I feel like he could have mm. probably, I feel like he probably could have stayed in the group. But, you know, some yeah. people might get mad at me for that. Um, I mean, kind of but, like just on that point of Amir is like, yeah, I don't really like how they kind of treated that as well. I mean, yeah, like he had to leave. But like, I think like, like that kind of left a huge opening in, in their group of like talent wise. And yeah. they just weren't able to recover from that. Yeah, I don't know. It was like he seemed to be a pretty central member of the group. He was on every album cover. And then all of a sudden, he's just not on the album. I, I mean, I guess like uh, it, the, the thing about the group that's so interesting is how like how it shifts. I mean, by the time we get to like, um, yeah, like the the album before this one or is it Sugar? No, not Sugar. It's uh, what the fuck is the one? the one where they're hugging? I don't remember. Honey, uh, I, I don't Honey? It's something no, that like honey? that. It's like sugar, honey, or something like that. Whether it's the two of them, hug. ginger. Yeah, ah, oh, it's ginger. By it's the, the other you know, spice. By the time you get to that album, it it turns like even just like the demographics of the group, it just like gets very white. It get like it becomes literally more of a traditional boy band as far as singing goes. As far as just like the fact that it's like mostly white people, I don't know. It just like uh, something. It it just completely switched and like Bareface kind of stepped up as more of a prominent member. I never really liked him. I mean. I don't know. It, it just the whole the whole group it the it, it turned into a whole completely different group. And um, I don't know if I wanted to listen to a bunch of white boys singing, I would just listen to something else. I guess uh, I don't know. It's not really what I came. That's not really what I came mm-hmm. into Brockhampton for. It's nothing wrong. Like whatever, nothing wrong with wrong with white rappers per se. But it just became yeah, nothing wrong with white. <laughs> it people, became not right? rap anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it just became it. it yeah. No, and I. I yeah, you're making you're making sense, but like I, I definitely feel like yeah, they kind of let like the, their like sad feelings I think loop into because like I mean before Amir left, right? The saturation it was all like like upbeat, it was all cheery, it was all like like fuck you, pay me, like it was all like such a, like such a tone that was just like 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 rebellious, like they're the rebellious, they're like um, super hype, like everything's like in your face. Yeah, underdog of like you don't know me, but yeah, like you know, underdog. like I'm gonna Love fucking it. be as big as like Tom Cruise. But like now we don't know. Like they just lost their direction, I guess. Like they're, and they're like, oh, like let's just do a sad album because a lot of rap albums are sad and they do well. But uh, but like at least those albums that, that like a like a XX Attention or something, at least they got some hype music behind it to kind of like balance it. Like I I feel like like you can't really make a, like a sad album with sad music. And then, like, have that be like, oh, we're a rapping boy band. Like, it just doesn't really work as well. Yeah, the it doesn't mesh well. And yeah, like, there's like the kind of the central voice of it kind of gets lost. And and at the same time, I don't know. I feel like they rose up at the same time as like Reddit, kind of like getting very very popular. And this whole kind of I don't know, like this there there was this whole kind of cultural shift that you could probably agree or disagree with, where it's like Rick and Morty, <laughs> Reddit, Fortnite, all that kind of stuff, just kind of coming at once. And I don't know, people thought that was cool or something. And then I don't know, they just feel like a relic of that time. They just feel like they feel, it feels like Reddit 
core or something mm-hmm. like that. It feels like message board yeah. core. I mean, I they met on a message board even. It just kind of, it feels like a relic <laughs> of an old time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels, it feels like a, th- their music feels like a relic of a time that I don't care about anymore, and like I've kind of grown out of, um, for sure. And and then just all the turmoil with the group and how publicly they made it, like crying at at, at fucking the festivals and like, oh, this is going to be our last album, and this is going to be our, all this kind of stuff. Like it just kind of like after a while, I'm like, mm. could we focus on the music? Could we make like a good album here, yeah. or we're we just going to continue to focus on your drama? And then I don't know this album really culminated for me and like made it really apparent that they have completely fallen off. I think it's like, honestly like an F because it's just not only it, I, I honestly wouldn't have liked or cared if they all came together and, and discussed the drama as a group. I wouldn't have liked that either, but I, I like it. I like it even less so that Kevin who's like the purported leader of the group is just like goes to Brooklyn and just records very cynically records this album without the without their like i don't know if it was without their permission or what but he just like goes he like cynically just records this like airing out of dirty laundry over these like kind of like shitty production and then uh, like all the songs are so clipped like there's nothing that there's no chorus or there's nothing really that Mm -hmm. i can really stick to because it just the songs go away Mm -hmm. after like a minute i I agree with that too is that they Um, totally lost their form like with like all like any part of the capital saturation like at least like like saturation like they had chorus they had the bridges they had like verses like here it just feels like a bunch of verses and the choruses just aren't they're not chorusing you know what i mean like they just like there's no earworm yeah. there's no like like things for me to be like interested in and besides like oh like damn it sucks to happen to you guys but it's- let's see you guys rally and they they were like no nah, we don't want to rally we just want to like kind of sit around yeah like what is the like what is the i just feel again i think cynical is the main word it's like what is the motivation of this because they're not going to tour they just want to get out of their album contract and and everybody knows that and he mentions it several times so it's just like okay like i don't know it just it just kind of feels like it kind of feels like like i don't know it kind of feels like a losing team taking a knee it's like what is the motivation like why don't you just try and fucking win like to end the game like why are you taking a knee you're not winning like why are you running out the clock and you're losing? Yeah, and you're, why are I you mean, going out exactly. Sad? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess like since just because like how many issues they had within the friendship, it just feels like they their friendship kind of just deteriorated. I guess like who knew Amir would be the glue holding everyone together as well? Because like, yeah, it just like was weird. Like I remember yeah. like I heard like a bar of them. They were saying that like like they'll just be like on like you know a twelve person Zoom call. And like they'll be like, oh, we need to record this. Like, like this is some real shit that we're doing. But it's just like, should real moments like that? I mean, yeah, I think real moments like that could be like a good music. But then it's just like you need the motivation. You need to like, like put form to it. Like you need to like actually like invest in it. And like for them, I just feel like they just weren't about that anymore. Like they just wanted everything to be done. They and they all just want to move on. Which I'm pretty happy that they are. I mean, I'm glad like the Brockhampton uh the brockhampton band is is done like now they can all kind of move along with their solo careers uh being ghostwriters probably <laughs> yeah because i don't i don't i didn't like i've never liked any of their solo yeah, but stuff Kev, anyway except Kevin's for a couple kevin abstract songs like, like but it was before he even made brockhampton before he was in brockhampton he made that like all american teenager album that had a couple of good songs but other than that i don't there's nothing there's nothing I care to hear. Even like the Amir solo album, I thought was bad. I just I, I don't care to hear any of their solo material. Ghostwriting is probably ghostwriting and producing might be the only thing that I like would care to hear or see or whatever in any sort of form. And then the TM album is pretty bad. 
you know, you didn't listen to it. I, I, I barely listened to it. I got through like three songs and I just kind of decided it was, it was bad. Um, but I don't know. Let's go on to another yeah, bad talk album. About Taylor Swift. Mid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I know, yes. I know that joke's too yes. muscle, but I mean, Speak on it. <laughs> fuck you guys. We're talking about, <laughs> yeah, we have sound effects too guys now. Um, let's so go. you're welcome. <laughs> No, but like <laughs> seriously though, it's just like talk about like mid though, like holy shit, like like if we're saying that like like the family and TM were boring, like this one was fucking boring, like stylistically, it was it all felt like the same song. Yeah, she found like the weakest '80s drum pattern she could have ever found. They're so soft. She she gives no compelling vocal performances whatsoever. I really I I stepped into this really wanted to give it a shot an honest shot and I listened to it all the way through and there was not a single chorus that stuck with me as well. Yeah. It was like the most boring bland eighties style production. I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm really tired of the Taylor Swift hype cycle of like, Oh, in pure Taylor Swift fashion, she announces at the VMAs at midnight. It's like, dude, is that okay? That's boring. boring. I don't know. That's really predictable and boring. Even the rollout for the album was boring to me. Cause like, Fucking, um, she had like a teaser during like a football game, and it was like a random like Monday night football game. Like, yeah, like middle of the third quarter, really? they were just like, oh, "Here's Taylor Swift's like uh, <laughs> midnight's uh, gonna come out like midnight tonight," and it's just like, I just wasn't impressed, and it, it, I'm just like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And like, I don't even think she even knows her audience anymore, because like. <laughs> I mean, even our audience, like I know, like doesn't watch like too much NFL. I mean, if you do, good for you. But like, like I don't think a lot of Swifties are are watching like Kansas City games. Like, I just straight up. Uh, it, it's the same. It's the same way that you see. Like, you saw like Billie Eilish advertising her album on like Photoshop or on like um um the side of buses or on like Amazon packages. She's just like Taylor Swift is just so ubiquitous at this point, and um, that she has to kind of take over everything and beyond everything which is fine if the music is good i don't know like i don't i don't know like why why would you push such a mid <laughs> it's, it's hard to album. say not, I don't know. not to just, say mid right it's just, it, <laughs> i i wanted to say more about this like i wanted to either like be surprised that it was good or you know give it some sort of a real like appraisal or or, or just say it's like horrible and like i don't know it just feels so mm. trite to be like it's bad because that's what everybody would expect me to say but it's not really bad it's like just so passable i don't like, know okay. it's just like <laughs> i don't know it's like it's like some blue yeah it's yeah. like some like pastel blue lights like that's all it gives me it just gives me like that's what it gives me just like a mood like a blue <laughs> makes you blue mood it doesn't give me any sort of like a real midnight emotion. Blue? It doesn't give me. Well, no, not even like I wish it would make me sad. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much better music. Like if you want to listen to a good singer songwriter album like that, like comes from the heart that has good performances, good arrangements, great like music. Listen to the new like Wiseblood album. Listen to the new Skullcrusher album. Listen to even like the Mitski album as kind of like um, poppy and impersonal. It was mm-hmm. like go listen to the fucking that album or something like why are you listening to Taylor Swift? She just she has nothing to offer to the world. She doesn't want to like try yeah. anymore, like, and it's so obvious. And she's just so late to every trend. This album could have came out ten years ago, and it, nobody would have been like it's innovative then. It mm-hmm. just it no, would have sounded like mean. part I mean, of the time. And I think like deep down, she kind of knows that too, because like isn't her tour like it's going to be an era's tour? So it's going to be she's doing her greatest hits tour instead of like promoting this new album. I mean, like you know, yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Like you know, yeah. it's cool that like her fucking 
fans crash Ticketmaster. Like I, I will say that that's pretty cool. But it... <laughs> yeah, like the like the Department of yeah. Justice or something is like investigating <laughs> Swifties. Like what? Pretty wild. Or like the U.S. Senate. I don't know. I don't know anything about government. Don't even hold me to that. But like, they yeah, were yeah. Investigating well, it's because like Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster like um, they kept charging people when no one was receiving tickets. Like they kept fucking that up. And plus, like the upcharges too. Oh. Like, I guess like some powerful people want to watch Taylor Swift, and they were like, "Damn, why are they charging me an extra like a hundred dollars for this?" Like, you, you know, like kind of like price gouging. But I mean, I doubt anything will come from that, <laughs> just because the government. Yeah, Ticketmaster has a monopoly. Ticketmaster is one of those companies that will always have a monopoly, and even if they get investigated, they'll well, just yeah, continue and then to pay they'll the, just the add it to your tickets when you buy them. <laughs> Legal fees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. That's exactly what. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, that's that's what they do. That's what Verizon does too. When they like when they do like invade or like banks, same thing. When they do like invasion of privacy and like like make accounts for people and people's mm-hmm. names and do all these crazy fraud, they'll pay like a half a bill. And then they'll <laughs> add it to your bill. Like they'll add like ten a ten dollar convenience charge. Maintenance fees that you didn't and it's just like maintenance. This is all in line. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's so evil. But yeah, but it, that, I guess Taylor, that's getting off topic. None of that is Taylor Swift's I, fault. I, I'm not. <laughs> I love I love to blame her for all the world's ills, but no, that's but not her it's, fault. It is funny you though know, how but, like I don't know, um, just like all of her fans are. I mean, like before this whole anti-Semitic stuff, if Kanye did that, like. I would have went to like an era tour for him, but like, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I, the thing I like about uh, the thing I was going to say, <laughs> the thing I like about mine, man, <laughs> aside from, aside from all this anti-Semitic business, um, the thing I you like know, about just Kanye, ignore, like the, the biggest thing right now about him. <laughs> yeah. Just ignore that. Just pretend he's, Oh shit. Pretend he didn't say any of that stuff. Sorry, Jojo. Uh, pretend he didn't say any of that stuff. The thing I, the thing I liked about him before he said all this stuff, at least, was that he is at least still innovative and he wants to make new music, work with new artists, like like engage in the new genres. Like he's like definitely like a man of like whatever's happening now. Taylor Swift is like doing nostalgia for an era that she wasn't born in, and on top of that, like it's just like I don't know. She's just not trying anything new. Um, at all not trying anything new and then and then as you're saying like she's re-recording her old music she's having like a greatest hits tour which i guess she has the right to do because she has a lot of like you know albums out and she's had a lot of mm-hmm. eras i guess yeah. uh you know but like well you don't see kanye right or drake think she or wants to do. like Nicki minaj like even Nicki minaj she hasn't even released any good music she wouldn't do an eras tour right now yeah i just find it really embarrassing yeah i agree with you it's it's it's, it's kind of embarrassing that her whole entire like her new rollout that everybody's so excited about for the past five mm-hmm. years has just been her rehashing her old music because she i mean can't it's make like buying like a like a queen's new. uh greatest hits <laughs> album and being like this is the best album ever like what <laughs> like what do you mean yeah like, exactly it's not even an album like it's just re-releasing stuff just so like they can get like more bang for their songs that they made like in the past there's just so many different there's so many different people that you can be listening to whether again if you're looking for really experimental and interesting pop music you know listen to the new shy girl record if you want like something that's a little bit more traditional singer songwritery as i said listen to wise blood listen to skull crusher listen to like ethel kane or something like that if you want like good like like bombastic kind of pop music 80s nostalgic pop music look mm-hmm. no further than whatever the weekend is up to like there's just so many better people doing things there's so many people doing better things than her uh, at this current moment and i don't know she can't she's struggling to kind of keep up with any of that stuff and and do anything interesting but you know whatever she'll, she'll continue selling as many albums as she wants and i'll continue hating yeah. on her for until 
one of us fucking dies. So let's move on to the next. <laughs> That's like, I just uh, like, what we're it was like, I think everyone's also exhausted of Jack Anatoff as well. Like, I, I, I think like his style of music. Yeah. Really great in the beginning. Awesome. Yeah. But now it's just like, yeah. Antonov. <laughs> New season, same me. <laughs> no, but like, but like, seriously, though, it's just like, I think he oh, also yeah. has a part in this as well, where it's just like, he just does like a copy paste of like the same type of music that he makes for everybody. And he's just like, I don't know. I feel like there's no innovation either. Like, it's all the same beats, all the same chord progressions, all the same types of songs. Like, yeah. Uh, with him, with him, people, a lot of people get some people get the short end of the stick with his uh, with his deals. I think Claro and Lord really got the short end of the stick um, with with his production because those albums were both pretty bad. Sorry, Claro, I met you and I said your album was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, man, you're lying to Claro's face, uh, fucking monster. Sorry, she was so, she she was so nice and precious, and she signed my album album uh, or whatever my vinyl. Uh, I thought it was good at the time. Uh, I, I think it's pretty boring now. But but yeah, like Lord and Claro got the short end of the stick. Taylor is just going to continue doing Taylor, whatever. I think Lana, like Lana and like the 1975 and St. Vincent um, are the three that actually like have fruitful relationships with, with Jack Antonoff. Because I think the three of those people are so um, they're so like confident in how good their music is that they, I don't think Jack, Jack Antonoff could ruin it. Whereas like Claro, she only had one album out. Lord, she had two albums. She only had one album out before she worked with Jack mm-hmm. Antonoff on the second album, which was very good. But this third, Solar Power, was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think Jack Antonoff, um, Jack Antonoff mm-hmm. is a menace that needs to be stopped. Uh, and only like He's a select that's, uh, outlier of artists that's can actually <laughs> as quickly and powerfully as 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 COVID did. <laughs> Jack. He's the he's the COVID nineteen oh of You're music right. right now. <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's crazy. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised that he's able to work on so many projects. It's uh, actually I'm not because he reuses all the same fucking <laughs> anyway. ideas. But um, I don't know how to transition into this. But let's talk about Blueface. <laughs> let's talk about some internet Blueface, uh, baby, goofiness for baby a little girls bit. Girls fantasy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't have I don't have too much to say about this topic. Uh I just keep seeing we should probably talk about Ice Spice oh my too. God. But you um, mean the greatest rapper in New York right <laughs> now? About Blueface first. <laughs> Ice Spice? <laughs> you know what, yeah, let's go right to Ice Spice right right after this. What what give your give your opinion on Blueface and his girl the, the toxic relationship with his girlfriend like, in, in like a couple minutes yeah. and let's move Damn, on Blue, I, I hate the two of them bro, Blueface fell off so <laughs> to go hard to an and like fucking oh my god dude like he's fucking fighting women like punching his girlfriends in the face fucking get arrested like what are you doing bro <laughs> my god like it, it's I just don't understand just like why is he why is it, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you dating these women? <laughs> yeah. Why are you so like, violent, Blueface? Like, for a dude from California who's like, flows were super chill, like, where, where, where are you getting all this anger from, dude? Like, what the fuck? He, um, I don't know. Well, he, I mean, he came onto the scene as a crypt, right? Well, so I, I mean, know. yeah, like but like, I don't guy. know. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess say, I guess yeah, a a yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I guess like you know, he's got. 
I guess that's fair. I'm yeah, debating man. with myself here. I'm giving you talking points. <laughs> yeah, Stoop is a fucking... I mean, all these... Like, fucking Ice-T. Or Ice-T. Uh, Ice Cube. Like, fucking talked about the gang shit. Now he's making Are We There Yet? Like, 25 right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, mean... Blueface will never I, be I there. I don't know. Like, what do you think, like... What do you think happened to him? To Blueface? I mean, he... he it's a tale as old as time. You know what I mean? It's like... um dude dude comes and like mm-hmm. is in the the double xl freshman and everybody is like kind of adoring him and giving him you know props and praise for a long time and uh, then they just become irrelevant because their sound just gets really monotonous i mean it happened with like pretty much every mm-hmm. i feel like it's happened with so many different rappers I mean, I can't even, like think of everyone one off the top of my head like whoever uh, like like doesn't make a good album after being part of the double xl class they fucking they're gone Pretty much. I mean, like, YV in the mirror. YK, um, or, not so Fago. Who's the other or, guy? I'm trying to think what, of it. Whatever his name is. Osiris. Yeah, YK, Os- YK Osiris. Yeah, and the guy. YK Osiris and the other is guy. only famous I, I now is because like, yeah, he like, owes those... Drake money. <laughs> and he will do, like, push-ups and fucking <laughs> sing for Drake. <laughs> yeah. It's a tale as old as time. It's just, like, again, it's, like, they came onto the scene with being hated, essentially, and, like, people hating on them. Uh, Blueface had, it, had a sort of a chance because Blueface had kind of an interesting flow about him and he had a lot of really good songs and i thought that famous crit tape was really good but you know now because he's irrelevant like the only thing that they can latch onto is is drama and especially dating drama which always does really well whether you're talking about youtubers like vloggers twitch streamers rappers you name it um it's it's the reason why like coil uh yeah i'll mention it whatever it's the reason why coil ray like still like has a lot like a lot of relevance outside of her music because of like you know she dated gonna she dated this person that person and like instagram reels like kind of favors that kind of stuff um like dating drama and that kind of stuff like that um but like yeah th- i mean that's the reason why he's he, he fell off i'd say just because his style was like not consistent he, he didn't drop a lot of good music and now the only reason why anybody knows him <laughs> is because of his fucking psychotic ass girlfriend who's got who got his face tattooed uh on her neck uh not once but twice and um they like verbally and physically abuse each other and then she goes on like kai kai sinat's stream and like throws like a chair at the wall and puts a hole in it and <laughs> is coughing on like chicken wings and yeah she, oh that's why God. he's still relevant yeah, i guess I, I don't know like i i expected she's gonna she's gonna cuckold him it's i don't i don't know what where else is gonna go no, one exactly. of them is gonna kill each other <laughs> like i hope yeah, I hope one I of them mean, gets arrested I, before I feel that like happens. It's the only way, like I don't know, because I feel like even like like even though we do see all this drama go like online, like I feel like something crazy will happen in that relationship, and then we're all gonna be like, oh, who knew that this would happen? But it's just like we saw all these events roll out the way you did, and it's just like we're all just gonna turn a blind eye because. Before yeah, before we move on to the next topic, all I have to say is. Uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard of Reels. That's pretty much the Johnny that's Depp where and Amber Heard of uh, rap right now. <laughs> yeah, of Instagram Reels. Oh man, yeah, pretty much. That'd be a definite. Yeah, you'll, but, you'll see you a know, defamation. At least suit, Johnny whatever. Depp will be um, fucking Jack then, Sparrow again. What will Blueface be? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be every girl's fantasy. <laughs> again. It'll be every woman's fantasy. That's so true. Again, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on to a little bit more internet goofiness. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about Ice Spice. Why? Uh, why she's do you think hot. she's 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 so popular <laughs> right now? As opposed to, all right. 
Oh, you like dude, that Bikini Bottom it, song? You think that's a good I've one? I've never listened to it like on like my phone, but like I've seen videos of the music video a hundred million times. <laughs> this has got to be the goofiest beat of all time. I don't know who she's penning to make these beats. One of the goofiest beats I've ever heard in my entire life, I would say, is this Bikini oh. Bottom uh, dude, beat that this that, fucking that, dude constructed. It's horrible. <laughs> You know what? Actually, you know what? That doesn't hit as right Bro. just because like I'm not looking at the video right now. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know, you know, like, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, didn't like some uh, sweetie or something like released an album that that projected to sell 2000 like records like in total. <laughs> but she has like a million <laughs> followers on, on Instagram. Um, no, but uh, Ice Spice is doing numbers. No, I don't know. Let me actually fact check that. She's getting, she's getting crazy radio play. Honestly, she's getting pretty crazy radio play. I hear, I hear Munch a lot uh, on hip hop radio whenever I'm in a car for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. She's doing well. The appearances, you know what I mean. She's getting a lot of attention. She's, she's doing. She's. She, I think. I think that she's doing. She's doing well. She said she made two million dollars. She signed it some sort of a I deal. Mean, not to say like she's like not talented um, or anything, but like I don't know. It's just like I I feel like the only reason why like it's hitting as hard as it is because of like Instagram reels and Twitter like videos of just seeing her like you know twerking through her songs and shit. Like like I, that like uh, video clip of her and like in the bodega like during that one during munch. I, I know I know that video, but it's just like I couldn't tell you what the album cover looks like. I couldn't tell you like how many like streams she has on Spotify or anything. But like, seems to be doing well. I, I she definitely rose up during our our sort of a break. I mean, she was she was around for sure, but like not quite as prominently. But now mm-hmm. she's just like pretty much inescapable. Um, at this point, I don't know. I guess she's she's just like an internet phenomenon that they love to hate. It's like the it's definitely like the female rapper clip economy where it's like. You know, they they prop up like a female rapper and then they they're like, oh, like people aren't feeling her performances or like, oh, like mm. she has to twerk to get claps or whatever. It's like definitely like a really tired Who do you um, better right? cycle. Who do you think is better right now? That, that Ice Spice or Coyle Ray? Um, I mean, Coyle Ray hasn't really had a, a big song in, a, in quite a in quite some time. So I would say is better. I but mean, I don't really better? like either of their music that much but um I, who's <laughs> better me, what do you, who's like better? what's the metric for who's better like who's more <laughs> no, popping who's at the better? moment obviously ice spice <laughs> it's a tough um, question i'm like who like i don't know like I'm, just because like raps like, it's a type of genre of music of like oh there's always got to be a top you, you know what i mean there's always got to be a top person like but like I couldn't sure. tell you who's better though coil ray or ice spice i mean ice spice has better production sure but like it's just like then Coil Ray, I couldn't even tell you what a Coil Ray just, like chorus even sounds like I, right I, now. <laughs> just because you can't, just because, just because it's like a little bit more monotone. Like I don't know, like like I like Ice Spice has like two songs, and one of them oh. I just played you. <laughs> and do you think that's well, I mean, ah, <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> love it, dude. I mean, I, <laughs> do you I like that one, Bob? Like you know, it's <laughs> fucking trash. I don't know, man. Get it's that like shit I watch off the airwaves. And she makes the SpongeBob beat, and I'm like, wow. 
fucking legendary. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I don't know. Uh, you know, like, but like, you know what I'm saying though is like, I feel like Ice Spice is like the Coil Ray right now. But, yeah, oh. I mean, one thousand percent is the Coil Ray. You 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 can see the exact par- like I was just saying. Like, you can see the exact parallels. Like the 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 Rolling Loud performances. Oh, the crowd the crowd is is silent. Check it out. And then it's just like a million copies of that, like rap radar, rap TV, rap dot com, rap like mm. you know, fuck my ass, rap dot com, <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> There's just like eighty million Instagram pages that are just displaying the same thing with with different fonts, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, would you uh, consider same like the same videos? Would you consider like Ice Spice like a content creator or like a rapper right now? Uh content creator or uh, she needs uh, definitely a rapper i mean she, she doesn't really do very much like content outside of like she's not doing vlogging or only fans mm. or twitch or anything like that I mean, right? she's doing like tiktok and stuff and like i don't know like I, I you know i guess we gotta wait and see waiting for the album to come out right like but like is she signed right now i don't even know oh my bad <laughs> my bad that's later <laughs> i was gonna play that <laughs> um um, but no, is she signed? I don't know if she signed or not, but I, uh, if we want to use content creator in the derogatory sense, then yes, she's, she's a content creator <laughs> because I don't know what I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to call the, the, I wouldn't know what to call her music. I don't know. I, I, I would barely call it music. Exactly. It just <laughs> it, seems like a, it's a TikTok song. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess let's call her a content creator just to like, just to make fun of her. <laughs> just in a, derog- in a derogatory Until sense. Until an album drops, she's a content creator. Yeah, that's true. All right, yeah, I'll, that's I'll, I'll take it. I like that. Um, uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon's babies. Another you know, one. He has a lot of babies. <laughs> <laughs> His children are content, bro. Like Nick, you know, like I love the meme. You see the meme of just like it's like what people look like, what people are gonna look like in the future, and it's just like all of different versions <laughs> yeah. of Nick Cannon. <laughs> it's all Nick Cannon. Yeah, Nick Cannon's going crazy with it. Nick Cannon is uh, spreading his seed across the land like fucking Johnny Appleseed. You know what I mean? He's going, <laughs> he's going, he's going wild with it. I'd say, as we know that you know that we know that he has twelve kids, but he might have more. I am. <laughs> he has twelve, bro. I think he has twelve kids now. Or wait a second, that's crazy. I need to look up his kids' names too because they went over this on the Yeah But Still podcast. So I didn't really want to bring this up, but I but the kids' names are pretty wild. Eleven. <laughs> he has powerful, 11 powerful, children powerful queen canon legendary love canon zion <laughs> mix Aladion canon zillionaire canon <laughs> beautiful zeppelin canon beautiful zeppelin interesting yeah, I, I, wild. I didn't think nick cannon was a led zeppelin fan i guess i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> It's also wild. The, the other wild thing about Nick Cannon is that he also had like an anti-Semitic rant and then they um, MTV canceled him. But turns out they had no other shows to put up besides Wild uh, Wild and Out and um, uh, Out My Balls or whatever the, the fucking mm. ridic- uh, ridiculousness. Oh, ridiculousness. So, so they had to bring him back. That was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> it's just a void that they couldn't. They had like 12. They're like, all right, no more Nick Cannon. And then they're like, all right, no, we have 12 hours to fill <laughs> <on TV. laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it can't all be ridiculous this right <laughs> no i mean you'd be surprised like I, f- I feel like like sometimes like well we flip them through the channels on a rare occasion and then they'll just be like 
welcome to our like 24 hour like <laughs> marathon Ridiculous. of ridiculousness <laughs> there's nothing else to play but ouch my balls and irl pretty crazy <laughs> Yeah, so um, do I have an opinion about all of Nick Cannon having babies? Uh, I think he's a king. Uh, you know, do your thing. <laughs> Spread your seed across the land. Uh... <laughs> well, what's he up to? <laughs> he's making a cannon army right now. You know, he's just like, he's making enough kids. So like, it's like, oh, like I'm canceled. All right. Ki- hey, kids, all 50,000 of y'all. Am I canceled? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's in his Nick Cannon is in his own little universe. Uh, yeah, I guess he's uh, he's going wild out there. I don't know. I don't know why I decided to talk about this topic. I have no, I have no background or, or, or <laughs> even jokes written about this. I mean, it, it just <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous, you know. I mean, it's it just like like eleven kids, dude. Like, damn. Yeah, that's ridiculousness. The twelfth kid. <laughs> he should hold ridiculousness. He he is ridiculousness. What's the next topic? What do we got here? Stop touching those uh, women, Nick. <laughs> Give it a break. Uh, He's like opposite me too. It's like too many, too many women are letting him potentially <laughs> touch them. Too, too many women are coming out being like, I am now pregnant with Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had consensual sex with Nick Cannon and I'm having a baby with him. Yeah. It's like some, it's like some other form of, of getting me too. <laughs> me too I'm about to say i got a kid by by nick cannon yeah, me you too. got a kid by nick cannon. yeah me too <laughs> me 12 <laughs> um Man. street interviews let's get into let's get into some street interviews. flash the camera we'll pay you a hundred dollars oh i'm sorry is this your boyfriend yeah, yeah it is oh okay we're celebrating pride month okay. with titties I don't, I don't fucking care oh so you don't support gay people no, i don't speaking of plagues speaking of covid19 uh, I thought I thought I thought the vaccine effectively uh, got rid of the virus, but apparently not because there's a bunch of Polynesian men running around the street <laughs> asking if asking if they want to. Uh... <laughs> right. <laughs> They're not all Polynesian, but a few of them are. And and they always ask the same question. Um, would you fuck a Polynesian guy? Uh, what's your body count? Um, of course, we're talking about Instagram reel and TikTok street interviews. Uh, the biggest plague rolling across this nation. Pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, it just really is just like, it's like just the lazy way of content nowadays of just like, I'm going to go to a bar where everyone's going to be kind of kind of drunk. And I'm just going to ask women what their body count is. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you've ever done in bed? What's the freakiest thing you've ever done? <laughs> you know what? Let's let's maybe this would be fun. Troy, what's your body count? What's a, like under over 20? Uh, maybe over. Under or over forty. I'm gonna say under, maybe around that. I don't know. You know what about you? Uh, what's your what's your body count? It's irrelevant. <laughs> I'm the street interviewer here, bitch. You are. Yeah, that is a street interview right there. Right. It's like, yo, tell me your deepest darkest secret right now, and it's just like. Yeah, and then they fucking tell them like oh i cheated on my ex blah 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 and then like fucking crazy story i don't know i just feel like it's just like like just such a weird way of making content you know just like it, like it's all like like it's i feel like the audience for that too is just a bunch of horny like like teenagers you know what i mean i'm just like oh man i wish i could go up to girls and hit on them and like ask them to rate me on camera like 
Hunter yeah, how is this not just a how is this not just prank invasion v two? That's how I feel. It is, you know, like in the way the social media is, is like anyone could be fucking Chris. Um, anybody could be like Chris from Prank Invasion, like now, just because like you can just fucking record anything and just put it up and it'll get like views because it just has hot women talking about. I don't know their body count. Their body count. Yeah, the freakiest thing. What's the freakiest thing you've done in bed? <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like what's the freakiest thing you've done in bed troy uh the freakiest thing i've done in bed uh it's irrelevant <laughs> pussy mm-hmm. no yeah Damn. I, I, I just think it's just like such a lame topic or just a lame way of doing like interviews but it's also like it's not even like they're interviewing people like we even like care to know you know, it's just these random people like like that one dude who was just like it would ask like people like, oh, what are you wearing? And it's like, tell, tell me how much that costs. Tell me how much that costs. At least that's more entertaining than asking people like their body count. Yeah. Chris too smooth or whatever his name is. Yeah. How, how much if he costs? How much if he costs? How much if he costs? How much the hat? How much the hat? How much the watch? Yeah. <laughs> those guys. I like I like his videos. Yeah. It's to me, it's it's very specifically. I, I don't like the people who ask to go into people's apartments. Those people need to be shot. And then also, um, <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean? An apartment? Is that one of the questions people ask? The people who ask, you ever see those apartment tour videos where it's like, can we, can we tour your apartment? And then it's like, they like, oh, do like a yeah, walkthrough. those are weird. Yeah, for me, those people should be shot. When I look at those, those two, in my head, yeah, in my jail. head, yeah, in my head, I'm, th- I'm hoping it's fake because it's just like, like if some random dude with a camera is like, yo, can I, can I look at your apartment? I'm be like, no, get the fuck away from me. Like, who yeah, the fuck it's so are weird. You? Yeah, can I see your apartment? What's your body count? What's, your, what's the freakiest thing you've done in bed? <laughs> you know what do you do for a living <laughs> tell me your yeah, social security number right now credit card number listen st- street interviews are tales all this time and obviously i think i think what really blew a lot of this stuff up um was definitely like channel five for sure and and i think a lot of these people are copycatting and trying to get like drunk sort of reactions but i i'm really starting to get tired of the uh i'm really starting to get tired of the horny guys who go on the street and they're not really trying to interview people. They're just trying to get pussy. So they just go around and they just go like, oh, like, yeah, like, what's your body count? Like, what's the freakiest thing you've done? Like, oh, like, could I do that with you? It's just it's either like it's either like insinuation of like they want to smash or it's like like the, it's just a, it's a fake video where they go up to a girl and it's like, oh, do you like like they start asking questions where it gets more specific. Like it'll be like a for example, like an Asian guy will walk up to like a white girl and he'll be like, oh, like you know he'll he'll ask this, those standard questions i was just saying the generic yeah. ones do you like asian be like, <laughs> yeah do you like asian guys and then it's like oh like four inch meat gang or something it's just like they just like use these old like stupid like frat boy type jokes and then yeah and then they like walk away with a girl which is like never it's like completely fake uh that's where the, that's where we started to get into the prank invasion shit but at least prank invasion was funny like at least chris was like uh doing mommy makeout day and like getting sand kicked on him by like the steps on or whatever like that shit was pretty funny yeah i mean yeah, you know why? Because, like, Chris wasn't, like, like contingent on getting laid through all these videos. You know what I mean? Where, like, I feel like like the other ones are just like, oh, like, let me ask questions of, like, oh, like, you into me? Like, you into me? You into me? Please tell me if you're into me. If you, Are you into me? Yeah. You like you like this I watch what... I have? You want to come to my place? Yo, come on. So weird. <laughs> it's, like, creepy. I don't know. It's, and it's, it's just it's like, cool. I got a boyfriend. Oh, you got a boyfriend? 
oh fucking loser <laughs> yeah or it's like or they steal the girl from the boyfriend which is also usually fake or it's like a, it's like a drunk girl that they get to like dance with them and then and then and then they play the future clip it's a cold world it's a cold world we live in so yeah let's just keep promoting this idea that girls are just like complete sluts and they cheat on their boyfriends all the time and you should be insecure because your girl is probably out there like sucking the cock of like a street interviewer like yeah that's definitely mm-hmm. this is great content this is definitely bettering the world in some way shape or form this is really entertaining to say that girls are whores like wow that's a really new idea that you got there great job yeah it's a very it's it's great man you know it's very like andrew tate-esque you know what i mean yeah it's just yeah i guess they combine like channel five with like andrew tate uh mm. uh yeah. stupid guy logic and just like are making these well i don't know andrew tate would be disappointed in these guys yeah, honestly yeah <laughs> well the thing with like channel five too like channel five was like sure like they were interviewing drunk people like in the beginning but at least they were interviewing drunk people with interesting places like like the the spring break breakers in 2020 in lake michigan like like normally i don't give a shit but this was during the pandemic and it's just like oh like why are you out here like what what, like like talk to a lifeguard it's just like oh are you worried about people are gonna die and they're like oh what from from the sun yeah yeah it gets pretty hot out here and he goes no the other thing what what other thing (laughs) like that's interesting you know but yeah well i mean he came at it from sort of a smart angle. I mean, even, but he was either the thing with channel five that I like, it's either he was like way ahead of his time where it was like the quarter confessions where it's like 2017, he was in new Orleans doing these street interviews, which like hadn't been done. Like nobody was doing those anymore. That was like a very girls gone wild, old, old timey kind of thing. He brought it back in a context where it's not like so pervy and creepy, which I thought was cool. And then, yeah. And then he does like what you said, like the spring break, the, those long form kind of YouTube videos where they're very funny. Or he's at the NASCAR thing, and I don't, like they're very fun. Like those videos are very Q&A funny and well structured. And yeah, like it's, yeah, they're well structured, well edited. But like these these street interviews are these are cancer. I'm sorry. Like it's just so bad, and they do so well. Like on social media, like I don't know. I think it's because like like it's these like 15 year old kids who are just like like I want to know if this chick likes people who look like me. <laughs> like that's what I want to know, and it's just yeah, like, like why. <laughs> Just like go like yeah like go, th- stop go. bringing your hornies to the streets. I, the one the worst video I saw this is the one that really like set me over the edge. There's like one where this guy this like really creepy like white guy. This one was definitely real. He like goes up to this um this couple. Definitely real. This time it's this real. one and you know <laughs> this one is definitely real. This one is but, real. <laughs> this one you know it is. But he go, he, he goes up to this, he goes up to this couple and he's like oh like a uh, hundred dollars to show your titties like for pride or something like that. And then, and then the the girl's boyfriend is there, and and then he's like, "Oh, is this your girlfriend?" It's like, "Oh, well, we're showing titties, and for it's for pride." Oh, what you don't support gay rights, or like he's like, <laughs> like, like, "Oh, show god, me t- show me your titties, or you're a fucking bigot." <laughs> people like that should go to jail. Like if you if you ask people, if you run up to people and ask questions like that, you should be you should be jailed for a minimum of twenty years. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, if we want to get technical about it, it is kind of like sexual harassment, right? <laughs> I'm not a fascist, but a, a street interview should street interviewer. I'm not a fascist, and I don't think that the media should be arrested. But a street interviewer, when it comes to street interviewers, I'm like a full on fascist, like straight no, up. They should be, they should be go to jail. They should directly be, to jail. <laughs> directly, directly, directly to jail. Run them over with the tank. All that, um, <laughs> all that shit. Uh, yeah, fuck street interviewers. I hate them so much. That honestly, they like. I wanted to, for anti art I, during the summer. I wanted to start doing like some some kind of street interviewer like line interviewing content, but like it, they've poisoned the well to a point where it's like I feel like people are gonna peg me as some sort of a fucking street pervert 
Mm-hmm. If I go in, if I go and bro, you, do you go to any girl with a mic, they're gonna be like, you're gonna be like, oh, like tell me what you like, tell me like what you think of like we'll be at a concert or something, like oh, tell me like what you think about this artist, and like, well, my body count is like at least two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. that rem- it reminds me of like a South Park episode or something. <laughs> like they're trying to ask like like Jimmy or something is for the school newspaper is trying to do some like actual like journalism or something and then they're like well my body count is yeah. <laughs> it's like tell me what do you, like what's going on with this event well i mean the freakiest thing i've ever done in bed is that i <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is just another iteration of just like oh what am i listening to oh like <laughs> i'm listening to yeah rosalia or whatever <laughs> oh fucking those um, things too oh my god i don't know i just feel like like a lot of reality like fucking interviews in the streets or whatever it, it, it I just think that most of them are fake. I mean, especially like the the fucking uh, I love the gold digger ones too. Those ones are, are like always funny to me. Where it's just like this the guy gold just... digger ones are. I love the gold digger videos. They're so because you know that they're fake now, but they're so fun. the way that they do them is it's so funny. No, it's no like... they're not fake, man. This one's for real. Like this one's real. <laughs> the gold digger pranks. It's funny that they're unironically bringing back gold digger pranks and putting them on on reels. It's it that's that shit is so funny to me because it's like there's a whole generation of children that haven't seen like H three H three reactions. So they now these kids think that like like oh like yeah like like the the guy walks up to the girl on the beach and is like hey like you want to go on a date and she's like no and then he gets in the Bugatti and then she walks over to the Bugatti and then he's like psych like he's just like oh i thought you had a boyfriend (laughs) where's your boyfriend oh oh you're not with him anymore oh okay fucking gold digger and then they play the music too it gets me every single time honestly i think those videos those videos we need more of those fake we need more fake we need to go back to i'm i'm a traditional i'm i'm a i'm a a street interview i'm a street interview conservative fascist i think we need to go back to traditional values aka prank invasion let's say i need need some more mommy makeout days i need some more uh muslim makeout days um i I need need victimless victimless videos because it's just an actor and an actress doing essentially doing a skit that's like that i like you find a girl off craigslist you do mommy makeout day it doesn't hurt anybody it's very funny it's funny to react to this shit where you're walking up to women and you're telling them like hey let me come into your house and 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 then asking you what your body count is that it needs to go those people all need to be in jail they we need to we need to evacuate australia let let you know let all these like australian people come here because they're cool and uh, other places and then just turn that back into a a giant prison island and put all the street interviewers and body count people and barstool commentators and you know um taylor swift fans just put them all on (laughs) just put them all in australia and lock them up Mm. um (laughs) yeah i couldn't couldn't agree more i just like i'm just so tired of just like i don't know plus like the comment section in those posts are just fucking crazy like they're always just like see i told you bitches like this are fucking like only care about money like it's just like like that's not what this video is about but okay like it's all children yeah (laughs) right it's just like oh i can't wait for me to get my bugatti (laughs) my my bugatti my bugatti um i guess we can talk about i don't know i feel like this topic has definitely been ran over eight million times just like the street interviewers but more so the twit like twitter and everything i guess we can probably talk about that because everything happened in the span of our break right yeah i mean yeah that twitter thing sucks um because like actually it was kind of funny like i i've been hopping off instagram for a while during our break and i'm just like all right like let me go to twitter and see what like that's all about 
And and then like I'm like, because another thing too was that Kanye was going off on Instagram again, and I'm like, all right, I'm kind of like done with all the, these Kanye rants. Let me go to Twitter. As soon as I go to fucking Twitter, motherfucker pops up over there now, and I'm he's just back. yeah, he's back. He's back on Twitter now, and I'm just like, come on, dude. Like I like like I'm tired of fucking just seeing your crazy shit and you like you know putting like everyone you ever worked with on blast. Like I'm tired of that. But like yeah, Elon like buying Twitter. Probably the worst thing like they could they could have ever done, and like I don't want to say that to be like you know, have like a Hassan take or like an, or anything like that, but it's just like Twitter was it's all about like kind of just making fun of people, like making fun of celebrities, but it's just like I don't know. I think with Elon buying it, it's just like it's kind of just like lets anybody say anything they want again, you know, and it's not really an even like playing field anymore because now you can buy your verification check, which also is kind of a genius idea on Elon Musk of just like people buying uh, validation. Um. <laughs> it backfired in, in the way it's so weird how it backfired in the exact way that like they predicted that, that like people predicted that it would backfire. Like, Oh, if we just let everybody get verified, then like you can be like OJ Simpson and you can like be like, Oh, I, I actually did murder my wife with the check, you know, with the blue check. And then that actually, that did happen. Right. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't use Twitter, but mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean that happened. That happened right? People were Joe Biden. People were Donald Trump. People were, were Ben Shapiro. People were, you know what I mean? Like everyone was like all these different like parody accounts and like, and plus like it just felt super like sporadic of just like the ruling, like, like Elon would be tweeting the rules of Twitter like like and they would change every day because like he realized that like the blue uh uh, what's it called the twitter blue i think is what it's called um like everybody would be getting twitter blue yeah and it's just like he let the cat out of the bag and then he was like trying to like like put every put like everything back like like but like he would do it like tweet at people the rules of like oh like if you're gonna do it a parody account you gotta have the parody in the title but it's just like it's too late for that like, you can't tell people not to do that after you've already let them do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very childish. Like, I don't know. Like, the, he's the way he's he's not a good businessman. Everybody knows this. Like, he's he's he buys his way into every business that he does. And he doesn't even necessarily make, like, good moves. Everything he usually does is, like, a detriment to his company. He's not an innovator. And especially with Twitter, you can see it more so than ever. He just, like, comes in and just starts firing people. And he starts firing. It's the way that he's like running Twitter is like it, as if I went into like your cache on your computer and just deleted like a bunch of like one or two ki- kilobyte files that are like I don't know what they are. You know what I mean? It's like structural things of your computer. They're just he just like he just like deleted them to make extra space or like save money or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like Linda, save he, got, money. he got rid of like two, two step verification. Like he got rid of that for like a little bit or whatever. Like that wasn't working for a bit. And that's like really important for journalists and politicians and all types of people. Like, like you don't want to get your account hacked and you don't. And on, and on top of that, you, like imagine, imagine getting your account hacked, but also like there's the possibility that not only is your verification at risk. Now it's like widespread. Like if I want to be Taylor Lorenz, I can just make a Taylor Lorenz account and just buy a blue check. And it's like, I could just spout like What's all this crazy you? shit. Yeah. Yeah, nothing's to stop you. It's like really, and then I don't know. There's in the age of misinformation, that's incredibly dangerous to just allow people to do that because, you know, I might see a tweet and I think it's from this person, and then like in my head, I thought that that's from that person, and and that, that's never going to get out of my head because that's how things work nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not like uh, that person's going to apologize or there's going to be any clarity. And even if there was, you wouldn't even like notice it or even care. I mean, you can even like just like that one case too. 
excuse me, even with that one case where like um, that insulin company was like, you know, like somebody went in and did a, a Twitter blue of their account with their profile, their name, their likeness and everything. And it was just like, we're giving out free insulin. And that caused their entire stock in the company to fucking plummet because, you know, people, investors looked at that, saw the blue check and was like, all right, I'm pulling out my money. If they're going to be a free company, then it's not. And then it's funny how that company had to tweet out, be like, oh, our product is actually not free. It actually, it's going to be an arm and a leg, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it just yeah. like was not good. And like, um, I mean, you can do that with like any company now, like with, like anything like you can just take their verification like it doesn't mean anything anymore like it's not like you know it's not a verified um like uh verified um i was gonna say not output but you know it's not a verified account like it's not, it's not verified information but we think it is it's, it's gonna be misinformation yeah. across the board i don't know like what if like what if somebody made like i don't know maybe this is like really extreme but i'm just trying to think of like the real possible danger like what what if what if i made like a fake bts account or something and I got I amassed like a large amount of followers off of that. And then I was like, hey, everybody, like if you're a true BTS fan, you'll like you'll do a cut like on your the left side of your neck, like cut like hashtag cuts for BTS. And then all of a sudden you get these all these pictures of like these girls like with cuts on their neck. It's like, I don't know, like I don't think that's good. I, don't, <laughs> I just feel like it's there's so much potential danger that that could cause like stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Well, yeah. Or be like Joe Biden and be like, hey, like we're, a nuclear holocaust is going to happen in 30 minutes. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. It's just I don't know. Like I think the obvious danger is there. Again, everybody's had these takes for weeks. We just haven't been around to give them. But yeah, I don't. It's it's it. The way that he's doing it, the way that he's trying to like police it, like like step by step and day by day. He's just on his phone way too fucking much. It's 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 as if it's as if I like bought all. It's a, it's as if I bought Call of Duty and I just fuck up all the lobbies and then and then now I'm like in every lobby and I like go I try and like, go you to guys each enjoying and every this lobby, lobby? <laughs> yeah are you guys enjoying this lobby is this fun for you like like people that's not how people function people are very insular people are very independent like there's no sense of real community so it, there's no there's no like the, the idea that like people are hanging out on Twitter and everybody is like a part of the same narrative and and seeing the same stuff and using Twitter in the same way is really preposterous and if he really thinks that's how things are done then he's a fucking moron I mean, I've heard alternate theories that he he's buying. Uh, he bought Twitter to obscure truth in order to continue to be able to just like fuck around with like Tesla and do really um, inhumane shit and like not have the press be able to have like a central place to like tell everybody about it. Uh, I can see that working, but even so, he why would he buy it for such an uh, so overpriced? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's it's like the dude who buys like Park Place and Monopoly, like, and he has no money. Yeah. No, he has I don't know. his, I mean, plus like, I don't know, he didn't really have like any stakes either. It's not like anybody, like, like, was it one of the days he's like, I'm bringing back all the people who are banned off this platform. But those people banned on this platform, like, no one really cared. <laughs> like, like, cool, Kanye is back and he's back to doing like his bashing shit of bashing every, you know, burning every, every bridge. I mean, he brought back Trump and Trump's like, I don't even want to go back. Like, it's just like, yeah. what was the point of all this then? Like, what was your point just to, like, like make, like, Twitter your resource instead of just people being, like, I, I really just don't understand even why he even bought it. Like, what was it just to, like, spread information, misinformation? Like, is Elon Musk? such a cunt. Like, is he a Russian spy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's just a cunt. I don't know. Like, like, it's just hard to tell what his motives are. Like, it's either he's just, like, completely evil and he's, like, trying to obscure 
you know, like media, like getting to people, like um, uh, a news and stuff, getting to people. That that's one theory. That's one way of looking at it. The other theory is like, yeah, like you're saying, like he wants to make it like his own personal like version of Parlor, where it's like him and his boys can like hang out on there. But it's like I don't know, like just fucking hang out with your friends, man. You don't need to buy a platform for that much money. Right. Like I don't, I don't know. Bro, you didn't I, have to I, buy I all- Twitter so Grimes could unblock you. Like you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like yeah he made a whole platform and he still gets no bitches but it's just like I don't know like it just um I it, it's it feels like everything besides what he wanted to do with it initially like what he said he was going to do with it initially is what he's actually doing like he's like oh I want to make it the public square I want to make it like a a thing like that's friendly for advertisers or whatever but it's like all them are I don't know out. you're not making yeah all the advertisers are pulling out and 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 you have verified accounts on there like that could be potential sponsors like like, like you have like let's say GameStop was going to be the sponsor for Twitter, but now you have like eight GameStop accounts saying like oh like like come in and get your free like uh I don't know like Dark Souls dildo or something like like who would want to be the sponsor who who would want to sponsor mm-hmm. on a website where like where anyone can can fucking take your likeness and just say whatever they want you you know yeah it, it's just not it, it's like I mean in a business standpoint what an awful move but I mean Elon's used to that by now. He's he's just useless. It makes no sense. Like the more and more the more and more you look into him, the more and more you realize that he's just like a useless fucking fail child. And and, really and the only reason that the only reason that any of his businesses work is off of fucking government subsidies. Every, even Trump said that. Even Trump like fucking went full fucking based mode on him and was like, yeah, the only reason the, the only reason you have any sort of success is because of government subsidies. You know, it, he's just not like he's just a fucking loser. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Like you, you don't need to buy Twitter. You don't need to buy Twitter to be friends with Dave Chappelle, dude. Like you can just you can just go to his shows and hang out with him. Like you don't need to you know what I'm saying? You you don't need to you don't need to you don't need to spend billions of dollars to to to, to have friends. Like that's sad. Uh, I don't know. Like he's just he's a fucking loser. I don't know. Yeah, he's just a loser with a ton of money, you, you know? And like um it's crazy how like a bunch of Elon stands are fucking sucking his dick every day. Like he'll just say he'll tweet out anything like new rules and he'll get like a million likes and I'm just like who the fuck are you people we were liking it. like you really like this like yeah he spent he spent billions of dollars to get likes <laughs> and attention <laughs> yeah right imagine that one tweet of just being like oh y'all judge me for fucking a drug dealer for drugs y'all fuck a text man for text <laughs> it's true right he's fucking Twitter uh, for tweets. For likes on tw- on Twitter, like it's just ridiculous. I don't know, like maybe it's because like he's a billionaire. Like we're all fucking like had no hope in in we had no hope for him. But now it's just seeing him actually fucking it up. No one like no one's confidence is is like in his favor anymore. You gotta just look at the, you gotta look at the world as Monopoly. I mean, all these people are playing Monopoly. You have like Jeff Bezos, like like that's like he's playing Monopoly the right way. You, you want you want to influence the media and the masses you buy the washington post something that people wouldn't suspect like it's just like a it's an institution it's as if you bought the new york times it's like you mm-hmm. know it's like an institution like, yeah. like you, you can run your stories through there you don't really but, have to but like, you also don't see bezos being writing articles uh, you know for right. the washington post like you know, you know what i mean yeah like, it's, it's very obscure like in 10 years in 10 years people are going to forget that he bought the washington post but he still has it so it's like that's like it's like poisoning it's kind of poisoning the well like very sh- shortly like and you know what i mean that like buying whole foods like that's a good that's a good business move a lot of people use whole foods like i don't know the fucking rocket ship thing the same like i mean the like all that stuff it's like it these are all these are all moves where it's like um evil 
definitely really evil. But if it, mm. if you're, if but you're it's like a banality survive, of evil, where like it's just a normal thing. You know what I mean? Well, he's he's so rich, he doesn't need money anymore, so he's buying influence, right? So if you're gonna buy influence, you should do it the right way. You shouldn't you shouldn't overspend on a dying uh, media platform. That's mm-hmm. stupid. I mean, honestly, he was stupid just like from day one of even like talking about buying Twitter because like, I feel like he got bamboozled into buying it because like he made Twitter put their price out in public and then. He was like, "I'm not J.K. I'm not buying it." And then like, "We'll sue you." And then he's like, "Okay, I'll buy it." Like, yeah, he just he's, he made some bad he made a bad business move. He fucked up, and he just won't admit it. No, he won't admit it, and he we won't admit it. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not like people can even go to a different platform. Like, everyone on Twitter is not going to start using Instagram. They're not going to go to Facebook. They're not going to go to Parler. There, there's really no other space, you know, like for Twitter. I mean. Maybe in the next. I hope it doesn't die because me and Honor are not going to be able to make content anymore if we don't have Twitter. <laughs> I mean, Twitter's like I I still like Twitter. Like I mean, I will say too. Like I, I kind of like another thing I really don't like about the whole buying thing is that like Twitter for weeks have just been about like oh Elon sucks, Elon sucks, Elon sucks. But like I, I I'm not on there to like say he sucks. I'm on here to like look at porn on Twitter. Like I'm not here to like fucking like you know like I'm here to for music. I'm here for memes. I'm here for blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, like it's just like like this, like it, like sure. I think some people are overreacting, but it's also I think they have a right to, you know. Yeah, like it, it's all gonna be some crazy screenshots in two years from now when they're gonna be like, "I was right two years ago." Yeah, it's just it's a website that's it's it's not a website that's about essential discourse. The whole purpose of the website is about you 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 have a ton of different it's the same with tiktok same with instagram youtube all these platforms. It's like nobody's on there. Nobody's on YouTube watching speeches of whoever the CEO of YouTube is like and his drama, like that's not like what everybody's on there for. I, I might be on there watching debates. You might be on there watching cartoons. Like someone else might be on there <laughs> oh, watching yeah. fucking there, beast or whatever. You're there for smart shit. I'm here. I'm there for the low <laughs> <smart shit. laughs> baby shit. For baby shit. Yeah. I'm I, there for the Coco melon. You're there to, to watch uh Ted talks. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm on there watching three hour debates about like trans rights or something. And you're on there watching. Yeah. Like daddy finger, daddy I'm, finger. Where are you? I'm watching fantasy football takes. <laughs> that's the difference right I'm, right I'm a man of i'm an intellectual now i watch debate i watch debate content on youtube uh, <laughs> watching- you know i bought the new york times subscription so you know i'm kind of a big deal now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um oh, but yeah i think uh, i think we've exhausted the discourse about twitter um again oh. it's not it's not a web it's not a website where people are on there for essential discourse it's on there where people are are, are they can get a bar off different groups they can talk you know, about there's black Twitter. Shit. You know what I mean, there's music Twitter. There's like, you know, news Twitter. There's all these different types of splinters of Twitter. It's not all not everybody's there to talk about Elon all the time. And yeah, I he mean, wants that, as much as he wants that, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he wants it badly. You know, talk about like a, like attention whoring from like people Desperate. doing in the street interviews. This is Elon's in the street interview, except with Twitter and fucking billions of dollars on the line. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, I think we've exhausted the amount of yeah. topics here. Um, um, we're going to do a separate episode at some point about Kanye and all of his mm-hmm. things that happened over the break, because as soon as he as soon as uh, we stopped like making stuff, he um, suicided his career. So we'll be back with a Kanye West um, or a yay rather brain rot episode at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to do a Cobra Snake hour interview that should be in video form also. Uh, that was a really good episode. Uh, for those of you who don't know who the Cobra Snake is, he's a photographer. Uh, in the early 2000s, up until now, 
He's taken the pictures of just about every celebrity you can think of, whether it's Lady Gaga, uh, Kanye West, um, uh, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, Sky Ferreira. Like many of the pictures that you've seen from the quote unquote indie sleaze era are all his pictures. Um, and he's he's coming back in a big way. He's he's at like several different parties a night. Uh, we're actually uh, working with him on a couple of different things after this interview. So I'm, I'm excited to, to talk about that in the future um and then what other housekeeping things that we have um i mean um, not, yeah not check out the blog and there at that blog it should be continuously updated with the instagram posts the text from the the text reviews from the instagram posts mm-hmm. um as well you know listen to neoliberal hell pod which i produce on uh any, anything else troy that you can think of uh that much just um you know we're back so just keep an eye out for what we're going to be doing next and um yeah, um, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate um, appreciate you guys. I mean, that's probably the main reason why we want to do this too, because like you guys are a great community. You know, when you're not hating on us nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you guys aren't being a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah, but for the dozens out you out there, yeah. the dozens of you, we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah, I'm just fucking around. But yeah, this this week is going to be new, it's new reviews that are already out. Next week is going to be the Cobra Snake, and then a couple other new reviews. Yeah. The following week it's going to be kind of the best of the year. So I'm really excited to get that list compiled and to you know try and see if i can construct some posts on that but um i'm gonna play us out with one of my favorite songs of the year it's called girls um it's by the dare i'm sure a million of you have heard it have heard it it's essentially what i consider like uh the white boy version of um like ice spice <laughs> like the one hit wonder kind of like annoying but very fun song so this is girls um and play us out with that I like the girls that do drugs Girls with cigarettes in the back of the club Girls that hate cops and bad girls Girls with no buns, girls that's me just for fun I like girls who make love, but I love girls who like to fuck That's what's up Small girls, girls with dicks, call girls, girls who get naked on the grill. They say I'm too fucking horny, wanna put.